Good morning. The police officer accused of tasering a 95-year-old great-grandmother has appeared in court for the first time accused of manslaughter. Claire Narland died after police were called to her nursing home at Coomer in southern New South Wales. Isabel Mullen was in court this morning. Well, Christian White, the officer accused of tasering and killing 95-year-old great-grandmother Claire Nowland, has faced court in Cooma. His charge upgraded from recklessly causing grievous bodily harm to manslaughter. White said nothing as he entered the courtroom. Are you surprised that the charge was upgraded? very emotional time for the family. Is there anything you'd like to say to them? Yeah. He is accused of using a stunt gun on Mrs Nowland who weighed just 45 kilograms and fell fatally hitting her head at a Cooma nursing home earlier this year. Police were called when Mrs Nowland, who suffered from dementia, was found with a steak knife. He is suspended from duty on full pay. White's bail continues on the condition he surrenders his passport and doesn't travel outside Australia. His case will be heard again in February. He won't have to face court on that date. New measures to put the most dangerous of the freed immigration detainees back behind bars could become law today. Live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Rob, the issue came to a head after a third detainee was arrested. Yeah, that's right, Anne. The alleged ringleader of a child sex gang faced court in Melbourne yesterday, charged with contacting a child online, which is a clear breach of his release conditions. He was the third former detainee to be arrested after a man in Adelaide was taken into custody for allegedly assaulting a woman at a motel at the weekend. And a 45-year-old man was arrested in Sydney, charged with allegedly possessing cannabis. Now, these revelations unleashed a political firestorm with fierce debate in the Senate yesterday. Uh, the government's proposed preventative detention laws, which uh, could allow courts to put some of the worst offenders back behind bars, eventually passed the upper house last night. They'll now go to the House of Representatives this evening, which is a day earlier than originally planned. We actually brought those laws on early yesterday in the Senate to try and hasten the process to be as constructive as we possibly can because the government have botched this. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, Jane. That's absolutely absurd. That is absolutely the reason that we true. have a preventative detention regime is because our government has created one. Now, what I'd say to Jane today is I hope you're there with your MPs in the House of Representatives ready to pass this bill. Human rights lawyers have condemned this regime, saying imprisoning migrants on the basis of what they might do in the future is unjust. But the government says it has already begun working through the list of the worst offenders so that when the laws are passed, they can immediately start the process of re-detaining them. Anne. Rob Scott reporting from Canberra. Premiers and chief ministers are meeting the Prime Minister today for National Cabinet. They'll discuss reforming the National Disability Insurance Scheme to try to rein in the cost. Canberra wants the states to pay more. The bottom line is this. There's going to be less people on comprehensive services for the NDIS. Where are they going to go? Who's going to pay for it? States and territories also want existing GST guarantees to stay, warning they'll face a significant decrease in revenue if they are scrapped. A new report out this morning has raised fresh concerns over the nation's education system, with fears digital devices are dumbing down a generation. 
Despite Australian teens ranking among the world's best, the global report shows our school results have stagnated. The numeracy and literacy results reveal students are two years behind when compared with children 20 years ago. Almost half of those tested failed to reach national standards. The poor results have been linked to the rise in online games and smartphones. One of the country's most wanted men, Masoud Zakaria, has landed back in Sydney overnight. The crime figure was arrested in Turkey and deported to Darwin two years after police allege he fled the country on a fishing boat, entering Turkey on a fake passport. Police say the 28-year-old is wanted for a number of serious crimes, including conspiracy to murder. A man has been killed in a head-on crash south of Melbourne at Red Hill. Detectives believe the two cars were travelling in opposite directions when they collided. The male passenger of a Toyota Yaris, believed to be in his 20s, died at the scene. The driver was airlifted to hospital in a serious condition where he's under police guard. The 44-year-old male driver of the other car was taken to hospital with minor injuries. Three people are in hospital this morning after a head-on crash in Sydney's southwest. Two of the patients had to be cut free from the wreckage. Liam Tapper reports from Mount Pritchard. Well, emergency service crews have spent much of the night trying to rescue two people after a high-speed crash here in Mount Pritchard overnight. When they arrived, they found a silver Kia hatchback had collided with a Ford SUV. From there, a man was pulled from the Kia. He sustained serious spinal injuries and was rushed to Liverpool Hospital. The driver of the SUV, she too was taken to Liverpool with spinal injuries as well. Now, police have said that speed did play a factor here. It's believed that the driver of the Kia tried to overtake another vehicle on the turn and that is when he has run straight into this Ford SUV. The driver of the SUV, she had previously been at a charity toy event. Her sister and daughter were in the car behind them, but fortunately did not sustain any injuries. Police are now questioning the driver of the Kia to determine just how this accident unfolded. 